Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Happily Ever After Hours podcast. I'm your host, Colton Simmons, and today I have with me Shayna Looney of Shationary Designs. How's it going, Shayna? Oh, good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thank you for joining me. So in today's topic, we kind of wanted to go over what it's like to wear many hats in the wedding industry because you may be a wedding DJ, uh, you may be a wedding planner, but you may also have your hands in other avenues like I know tons of DJs who own photo booth companies and they manage other DJs and maybe they have a full service house that also has videography and photography underneath it. So when you're in a position where you're managing multiple things, uh, it can get a little bit more hectic than just it being in one avenue in this industry. And Shayna happens to be someone like myself who wears multiple hats. So I figured she'd be a great guest to to be on the podcast today. So without further ado, Shayna, would you like to share a bit of your story, how you got into the wedding industry and where you are now in your business and in everything that you do? Yeah, well, thanks first for having me today. I'm really excited to be on. Um, I've been in the wedding industry for about 10 years now. So um, it started out uh, in college. I actually got my degree in wedding and event planning. So I was always just like knew this is what my heart wanted to do. Um, and I actually interned for a company where one of the girls took me under her wing and was like, oh, I do the graphic designing here. And in my life, I was always like, oh my gosh, like I just want to plan weddings. That's all I want to do. And she just was like, you're really good at this graphic design thing. Are you sure you've like never done this before? And uh, I just kind of fell in love with it from there. And they started getting me on all the wedding invites and everything like that. And um, I quickly started becoming their go-to stationary designer. And from there, I kind of decided, hey, maybe this is what I love a little bit more. As I love coordination still, but just the stationary design aspect I just fell in love with. So that's kind of how my business came about. I um, Right away, I started my stationary business and started my own business, and I've been building ever since. So um, I've been around about six years now with my wedding stationary, and every year I can see such amazing growth. So it's been so exciting to just start from, you know, just that intern graphic design to, you know, six years in having such a crazy business now. And um, <laughs> so I'm just really excited. <laughs> but yes, I still do coordination and all of that too on top of the stationary designing. So can get a little hectic. <laughs> yeah. So you, you run your own stationary design business and you are also a wedding coordinator. What is the yeah. third arm of your talents, although might not be fully wedding focused, but you also are a boutique business owner? Yes, I also own a fashion boutique. So uh, my love for creative creativity and people and all of that, I've just always really loved fashion. And again, it kind of goes hand in hand with design and all of that. So I do own a women's fashion boutique where I have not only my stationary like in person, you can go and see it, touch and feel it. But also I do have like a lot of fun little gifts for brides to be and wedding party, you know, all that fun stuff that goes on the other side of the event industry. So it's a kind of good, like little hodgepodge of everything. <laughs> a, a nice middle ground for all of your passions. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So do you guys sell like, uh, like shirts for bridesmaids and, in like, uh, the bride for 
maybe to wear out on their bachelorette parties and those types of things in the store or like what are the gifts that you offer in store for brides yeah, and so actually that's you hit it right on the head so yeah we have a lot of like fun little t-shirts for bachelorette parties or the fun bride to beast things like that little gifty items that's you know say like bride or die and those kind of cute things mm. um and then also i do have a lot of connection to vendors in my store so in there you know i have photographers or it's kind of like a go-to one place shop that i can connect other brides to vendors and just kind of you know get them where they need to be if they feel like they're lacking in any area. So um, not only with the gifts, but also with just the wedding in general. That's so cool. So for the listeners who don't know, where are you located so they can get an idea of where you are? So I'm located in Toledo, Ohio. Um, so I'm in the Ohio area and my boutique's in a little mall in Ohio. It's called um, Levis Commons. It's an outdoor mall. So if you're ever in the area, come and visit. <laughs> um, but yeah, my stationery is just kind of all over the world. So that's the great thing about graphic design, right, is I can just kind of design for a wedding in Wyoming or someone in Hawaii or California or, you know, it, it's really cool how people are finding me and kind of where my designs are going. Um, so not only is it local, but it, it really is everywhere. So that's really cool too. <laughs> Definitely. That's like one of those things I talked with Jamie uh, from Champagne and Grit is that she gets to be involved in all of these weddings that she never actually has to travel to. So her work is featured all over the world and you can have your work as well featured all over the world because uh, in the day and age of the internet, <laughs> we're able yeah. to reach <laughs> our clients on such a broader scale. So for you, what would you say, you know, to back this up a little bit, what would you say is your creative process when it comes to designing wedding invitations? Like, how do you ensure that they're unique and special? Um, so for me, it's all about the love story. I like to really personalize things. So one of my first questions is always, you know, how did the couple meet? Can they give me anything that really makes their love stand out? Those kind of questions really help me get inspired because I can then take, oh, well, we met in Wyoming at this mountain range or, you know, our <laughs> wedding is situated in Florida, but we want to pull in those notes, like things like that kind of help me to get inspired. And I can think, okay, hey, like, how can we collaborate Florida to Wyoming, like what can we do here? So I think that it's just all about, again, just the couples. That's what helps me feel like I can curate things to be a little different. Um, especially now with, I think couples are getting really fun and creative, right? So we're in this new like, oh, we're so glad you're here. Welcome to our wedding signs. And, you know, we're doing the custom mirrors and we're just trying to make everything a little more curated. So that's yeah. really cool for me because, um, they'll, you know, it will be even from, hey, our first dance song is, you know, X, Y, Z. And so they want to use a lyric from that for their welcome sign and just kind of little touches everywhere. So um, just to, that just helps me get a little creative and really... I don't know, differentiate from, you know, these mainstream services like Minted or Zazzle or things like that. You know, I can make it really personalized. So definitely uh, couples really dig into that. Like this really speaks me. And when they're going to a big box 
place, so to say, in the wedding industry, like Zazzle, Minted, or the Knot. Like, they're just getting a template that somebody else used, and they're just, like, putting a new color paint job on and changing out names and stuff. And I, I can see that similar to kind of what you were saying earlier to where couples will come to you with inspiration. They're like, hey, I love this. I want this. And when couples do the same for me with their photography, I, I'll tell them like, hey, send me some inspiration photos that you have. And what I'll definitely do is, you know, draw from that, but also mm-hmm. put my own personal twist on it. Because at the end of the day, we're artists and, you yeah. know, you may come to me with something that might not be shot in a style that I would, but I'll include something along those lines in my processes as we're going through your wedding day. And I can imagine that's the same in your approach with stationery. Oh yeah, absolutely. And that's why I do also ask for inspiration because I know that they're, they're out there, you know, screenshotting Instagram and on Pinterest and all these things. So that does help me as well because it kind of narrows in at least like font selections and kind of what they're more drawn to when it comes to like watercolor or not what you know that helps me narrow it in but Mm -hmm. just like you yeah I'm always like well I'm gonna create my version of what (laughs) you're loving and we'll see how that works (laughs) so definitely yeah so so yeah it you definitely have your hands full with the uh with the design aspect of things now Explain uh, a bit about your involvement in wedding coordination with elite events and design and how you kind of obviously shared how you got started in um, wedding coordination. Was that the company that you started with or is that kind of where you reside now? Yeah, so actually it's really cool. Um, When I was going to school to be a wedding coordinator and the place I did intern who took me into stationery, that was actually Elite Events. Um, At the same time, I was best friends with someone that we were interning at the same place and she now owns elite events oh wow um so she her and i they loved us so much they were like do you girls want this job you know do you want to buy this from us and so (laughs) (laughs) we were like oh wow um and my best friend she did i at the time because my stationery was kind of booming and again i was learning that i do love coordination but it wasn't my like direct passion. Um, you know, I was like, you take this on and I'll just be your head coordinator. So yeah, I've been coordinating with her for about eight years and, uh, yeah, we've been working together since we were in college. So we work like seamlessly together. It's so funny. We can just look at each other and like, no, I'm like, yep, I'm on it. Like there's no words. We just, we just know. So Um, not only do I coordinate with her, but I do help with a lot of the event design aspect because like, obviously I do love design with stationery. (laughs) So, uh, that's been really fun because I can still have a little hands in it, but I'm not doing like timelines and Mm. all of the client calls and those kind of things. Definitely. Because that too, um, pulls you into a different route of of thinking and, you know, the logistics side of things. So that actually brings me to the next thing I wanted to ask you about is how do you balance like the creative aspect of things with the logistic portion of things? Because I know for myself as a photographer, I'm an artist first. So all of like the business end of things, the timeline discussions with couples, the, you know, how long it's going to take to get from this, all those things that go outside of our artistry tend to be things that I had to learn, um, secondarily so how do you how do you balance both of those sides of your brain (laughs) (laughs) well 
Well, um, I think the great thing is that I was always really good at organizing and coordination is kind of, you know, all about organization. So my brain already kind of works that way, which is nice. But I do absolutely love the creative aspect more than, you know, hey, are we on time or are we on schedule? Um, with me and stationery, it can be kind of tricky, too, because, you know, you're hoping you're I'm hoping my clients come to me in a time that's reasonable. Right. So yeah. some people will come and be like, hey, I need to get, you know, my weddings in June. They approach me in like April and they're like, we need invites like out next week. And I'm like, oh, well, like, you know, I can do everything I can, but this won't be as custom. So it can be hard on that aspect for me um, because I feel like a lot of couples, this is one of the things they're not like, you know, top, they're not booking their stationary designer like first thing. Yeah. Um, so I think that's the toughest part about balancing things is just making sure the couples are emailing me back in time for edits and trying to keep that moving with print production and all of that for me, because I don't print things myself. I rely on my printers to print things or, you know, it's a lot of just moving parts. Like, did I order the paper in time to get to the printer and now they have to print and my clients emailing me like, Hey, we want to get our invites out like tomorrow. And, you're just like, oh, like, no. <laughs> There's I, a little I bit more moving parts than <laughs> yeah. just getting it out. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the hardest part about that is just, again, just being really transparent, honestly, with my couples. And that's all I can do is just as soon as they contact me, if it is a little late, all I can say is in the most loving, non-stressful way, hey, we're going to get these out. But <laughs> yeah, we're moving on this like ASAP um, because, you know, I never want them to feel like I'm stressing them out, too. It's such a stressful industry, you know. Exactly. Um, and that that's a key tenant of mine is to make sure that couples go into their wedding day as stress free as possible. And yeah. a lot of that really goes into just full transparency with them from the beginning. Like when I have a phone call with a couple, the first thing I like to do with them is just go over what a potential timeline can look like for their wedding day. That way there's no like hidden secrets that they book me. And then we get, you know, three week, three weeks out from their wedding. And I'm like, Oh, this package that you got isn't going to have enough time for everything that you want. So it's yeah. just informing them as much as we can about keeping them in the loop and about always like being transparent. Even if you're afraid it's going to result in something negative. Like if the couple's like, Hey, like we want to really do this. It's like, Hey, if we, you know, do this on your wedding day, it's going to keep you from X, Y, and Z. Are you okay with not having X, Y, and Z as part of your wedding? If you really want that to be a part of your wedding, we're going to need to rework this a little bit to make sure that you get everything that you want. Um, and then if they still decide to go in that other direction, at least you have it off of your shoulders. Like they can't ever tell you like that. They yeah. weren't going to be able to get photos during sunset because you know, reception and the toasts yeah. were during that time period. So um, definitely, yeah. definitely understand that wholeheartedly. <laughs> yeah, it's tough, especially I'm sure for you where you're like, hey, we're not gonna have time for this. Because that's kind of where sometimes with me, it's like, hey, we want letterpress. And I'm like, well, you want these in a week. So we can't I mean, unless you're okay with getting these out later. So it's those those hard questions, you got to kind of 
I don't know. I just remember at the beginning, it was almost like I was just trying to promise it all. You know, I'm mm. like, yes, we can do that. Yes, we can do that. And and it's, you know, you want to make your these people, you know, your couples happy. You really do. But I think, I, again, transparency as the professional, like that's where we come in. And I think that's so important to remember is just we want them to be as stress-free as possible, but I also don't want them to have false expectations of what I can provide. Definitely. You, know? you get into that so. conundrum of over-promising and under-delivering, and you know that's the type of thing that can make or break a, a wedding business. Um, and yeah. you know, thankfully, my my days of over-promising are far, far <laughs> behind me, and Same. you probably know that as well because. It's those early on times where you're like, I think I can do this, but you've only ever really done it once or twice. So you don't know that you can hold up to your under the under the bargain and wisdom over time teaches you like, you know, like put put the brakes on that a little bit. Maybe you don't yeah. offer or promise so much uh, in the time that you have. So with yeah. your time uh, in wedding coordinating, let's kind of change it up here a bit. Uh, okay. <laughs> do you have any memorable moments from your time as a wedding coordinator that you'd like to share? Well, I, I don't know. The love is always there. That's my favorite. Like just seeing people come together and be in love is like the absolute best part of it all. You know, you're just there on their wedding day after all of this hard, you know, work that you put in for over a year with somebody and you just, you re, it just strips everything down and you just remember this is what it's about. You know, mm. that moment where you're like, they're in love, like they're getting married right now. Um, but I would say my one of my most memorable weddings was one that we did at this beautiful studio um, where they shoot like music videos. So it was all white, like the walls, everything's white inside. It's a blank canvas. And we had been working with a couple for almost two years because it was oh, during wow. the pandemic. So things got postponed. Um, and the whole time we were all so excited because this was such an elaborate wedding, like just the most beautiful design, everything. And I just remember it was me, my best friend that owns Elite and, um, the couple. And we were standing there right before all the guests were about to come in, just admiring like all of our work for the last two years. Mm. And we were like, wow, it's finally here. And we just all like kind of the bride and um, Erica from Elite Events and I, we were all just like in almost in tears because we were just like, this is just, we did it and like it's happening. And I don't know, it's just such a moment that you sit back and again, you just realize like all the hard work comes down to just like two people in love. And mm. I don't know, it's just always so exciting to see them see their space and their dream come to life. And, you know, you're looking over at your best friend and we we both brought this to them. And I don't know, it's just such a moment. There's so no, much No, definitely. <laughs> um, so I just, I think moments like that just make everything worth it when you see your couples and they're crying over you know, this is my dream wedding. And then there's the photographer getting the raw footage of, you know, them viewing the space. And it's just so special to have that moment every time. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's something that'll never get old. And I feel like every wedding for me, at least like the emotions hit differently at different points of the yeah. day where, you know, some weddings, it's, 
you know, seeing the couple in their reaction, or maybe it's seeing the parent's reaction to like, wow, like this child that I've raised for the last 26 years has found someone that's going to love them as much as, you know, or, or try to love them as much as we do as parents, you know, it's, it's, it's so, it's so wild. And there's like times where I'm seeing dads dance with their daughter for, you know, their father daughter dance and the dad's crying and I have my camera up in front of my face because I'm trying to hide the fact that I'm crying, thinking of like one day, you know, having that, sharing that dance with one of my daughters, you know? So it's, it's, it's definitely a, it's an emotion driven industry that you can't really understand the emotions until you're put in those moments. Um, and yeah. it's like, man, I got to work right now. And I got like tears <laughs> like streaming down my face because you're just so happy in, in the moment with your couples, because you're on the back end, like you more so maybe than, than I at times, because you're putting together all of these moments and you're coordinating to make sure that everything happens perfectly to their vision. Yeah. So I can only imagine yeah what it's like from your end. So obviously we've covered your stationary business, your your involvement as a wedding coordinator. So you spend your weekends coordinating and uh, like, well, being at weddings and coordinating them. You spend your days designing for couples, but you also spend your days running Wildflower & Co. Uh, how do you manage like all of these things, running a shop, being a coordinator and like, you know, putting the time into to design for couples? Um, it's tough. I, I would say uh, boundaries is a good, good thing, a good word for this. So, um, you know, I'm very fortunate to have an amazing team at my boutique. So I don't have to work in store that often. I love mm. to go and be there. Um, when I am there, it's not busy constantly 24 seven. So I do have time while I'm there to design or get some emails done or things like that. So it's actually really nice when I am in store because I feel like I'm very productive there. Definitely. Um, yeah. The great thing too is with the coordination company, we only take on about 10 weddings a year. We're pretty selective. We're not trying to, you know, do three weddings in a weekend or things like that. Um, we really like to just really make everything super personal with our couples. And we find 10 to 12 weddings is perfect for that. Um, mm. Anything above that, we feel a little, you know, we, we just never want to not be able to give our full attention to someone's wedding. Um, so that helps too, because if I'm coordinating on like a Friday, Saturday, you know, usually I'll take like a Sunday, Monday off and then design or I'm, I'm pretty good about boundaries on all of that. Like where does my time need to go this week? And I'm at this point very seasoned about that. Now in this industry, I think it's very important to also find time for like yourself, you know, self care, wherever you can fit that in still finding time for family and friends, it can get very hard. Um, so just finding that balance, I think is like, okay, I can't do emails after X time. Um, you know, I want my attention to be on my life after like 6pm. And I know that can be hard when most mm. people are getting off work at 6pm. So trying to find, you know, working with couples and all of that um, is hard. But I, I think I'm in a good place now where I prioritize and I set those firm boundaries because there's been definitely times that a couple will like 
texts me at like 3 a.m. Like, oh, we <laughs> yeah. want this for our XYZ. You know, this is our guest book. Have you ever seen this? Like sending me TikToks. And I love it. Yeah. I love how, you know, we're friends and those kind of things. But it can get hard because, you you know, no one wants to be like working at, you know, all hours of the evening, you know, as much as we love our jobs. <laughs> definitely, definitely so. now. Outside of business, do you are you raising a family right now as well, or is it just like business and and free time for you? So unfortunately, no, I have not found my person yet to raise a family with, but that is hopefully on the horizon. So I've definitely been shifting more into stationary and less into coordination because of that mindset. Um, mm. Elite Events actually just moved to Miami about three years, oh, wow. three months ago, three months ago. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so she's in Miami and she's awesome. And so now if I would coordinate with her, I would get flown in for a wedding or something. So I'm not okay. taking on as many. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, I, I definitely think it's hard to have a family in this industry when you're working weekends and all of that. And I'm sure you having your own family can say and stuff. Yeah, definitely. And I, I feel like this industry kind of fit in with the ideals that my family have. Like my wife and I are intentional with our our education for our kids say so we are homeschoolers so my schedule works well because i'm able to be home throughout the week and be there um and obviously our kids are still very young so homeschooling is very chill at the moment but once they get older like it's going to be more involved and i know that me having set up my life in the way that i have allows me to balance running my photography business my soon to be launching photo booth business and all of my associate photographers that i have working with me a lot that's a lot to manage you know there's some wedding days where <clears throat> i'm out and i'm also playing manager of other weddings so in the downtime that i have in my weddings i'm checking in on the other lead photographer say hey how's things going there do you need anything from me i have five minutes you know right now um like let me know if you need anything and, and all of those so doing that with the complexity of like making sure my kids have breakfast and they're clothed and all that stuff. And I'm helping out my wife before I leave for a wedding. Cause I know that once I leave, she's at the bay of, uh, you know, a, a three and a one year old. So, um, yeah. th there's a lot to balance. And like you said, the biggest thing in all of this is making sure that there's boundaries set. Um, in one of my podcasts, I spoke with Danielle Holleran of details and swirls specifically of just, you know, how to manage being a parent and running a business. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, obviously, like you said, there's there's folks like you who are, you're just running a bunch of different cogs and the, yeah. the family isn't a part of it. So um, that's why I'm so happy that we're able to kind of talk about just like running multiple businesses um, in yeah. this. Um, so like how do you manage to juggle all of these multiple roles? Obviously you say there's boundaries, but like, what are some like, you know, let's say if we can list like three key things that you make sure you do every day that you're juggling these things healthily. Um, so I guess I just have set, set things that I do every week. So Monday it's like I schedule all of my, you know, if I need to do social media, I make sure all of my employees are scheduled. Everyone can fill in where they need to at the boutique. Um, I'm also 
set days at the boutique. So it's like if I'm working Tuesday, Thursday, I know this is what I need to get done when I'm there. So those are my designated days for like boutique days where I shop for the boutique or have to do any of that. Um, so I guess my best, my best friend owning so many different pieces is going to be some sort of planner or organizational tool. I know so many people use them, you know, calendar, whether that's like a Google calendar or I like to use like an actual, like, physical planner and that mm. just helps me so I can just see everything I need to get done. So it's like this day, this person goes to print, you know, all of those things just kind of help me stay informed. Um, so it's like every Monday I'm scheduling this every Tuesday I'm going here while I'm there, I'm doing X, Y, and Z. So it just, I just have a really well oiled machine that sets me up for success. So nothing kind of slips through the cracks anymore. Um, now life happens. So sometimes it's like, if I have to take a day off, um, it's like, what can I shift over here? Who's going to take care of that? So those kind of things can be tough because, you know, what are you going to do? I can't like go on vacation and not just like have somebody handling things. Definitely. Uh, but the other plus side to, you know, owning your own business is you can kind of, you know, I can design from anywhere. So if I do want to go on vacation, I can design on the beach in Florida and like do that there. I can make sure my client, you know, my, my stores, my employees can cover everything and just check in with them. But it is, it is hard. You always have to be on your phone. I feel like you always have to know you're available. You know, if you get a call right away, you need to at least communicate from the store. Hey, like I'll call you right back. Cause it's just, someone wants to, you know, return something or, you know, there's just always a question, I think. Um, so I just know that my employees know that I'm usually very available for those things. Um, and yeah, so I guess, I don't know if there's like key takeaways cause it is very difficult, but I guess like, just staying super organized. Um, again, the boundaries I think are a good thing, but also knowing that you, as a business owner, you have to be available and you put yourself in a position where, you know, you are the face of the business and you do make decisions. So you need to know that, you know, as tough as it can be sometimes that you, I mean, have to show up in that way every day. Um, and then I think the third thing with juggling everything is just trying not to be, I mean, giving myself grace, right? I feel like there's, mm. I feel like grace is such a, a needed thing sometimes, you know, I, I pride myself on, you know, doing all of the things, doing all of the tasks, but sometimes it's like, okay, like you can do this tomorrow, like have some grace, like you don't need to be doing a hundred things every day, you know, and sometimes I have trouble with like, just letting myself move something because I'm like, so strict on this gets done today, this gets done today, you know, so I've been working on just kind of letting go a little bit and just knowing that things, it, we can flow a little bit, we can have some grace, if you need time to just be with your family and be present at dinner that day, like you should, like life is mm. about living at the end of the day. So um, I guess that's my third one is <laughs> just no, it's that's, that's great. Like, 
I think of how you set your weeks up and I do something very similar where like Monday and Tuesdays are my office days. So like we start the week off, we get our house like in order. If it was like a crazy weekend that we were busy, I had weddings Sunday, we were out all day. Like we kind of get the house back in order on Monday, fall back into that routine. And then, you know, I take care of my office things on Monday and Tuesday, but say there's something special on a Tuesday that like we'd want to bring the kids to. I have the flexibility where I could say, okay, Wednesday's normally our family fun day. Let me just swap Tuesday and Wednesday. Like I can block off Tuesday on my calendar and make calls on, on Wednesday or edit on Wednesday. So it's definitely about, you know, like you said, we're always kind of have to be on, but we have to set those boundaries that, are yeah. like fluid in the sense like it doesn't have to be strict you know i only have like that the creative energy on tuesday to to yeah. go through an edit type of thing but um approaching it in that way so yeah what, what would you say you've learned from each of your roles and how do they complement each other so like maybe something you've learned while owning the boutique that helps your wedding coordination side of things or things that you've learned uh as a wedding coordinator that have helped your stationary side of things that's a very good question and i've learned so much from all of them um i would say coordination has taught me amazing organization and i think it helps me with time like tying and piecing everything together when that comes to stationary like colors it helps me visualize things more because coordination you're visualizing such a big event day and you have to have that mindset of I can visualize this in this blank space you know yeah and so to take that and be able to visualize what certain pieces might look like together in a suite or oh this menu would look really great with the rest of the design in the space like those kind of elements um and also like I said organization that's amazing tool to learn from coordinating just through life now, when it comes to the boutique, I would say everything in the wedding industry kind of trickles into service, the service industry. So retail is obviously such a great service industry. You want you want customers to feel like when they walk in the door, like they're the only person in there and they feel really mm. personalized and just, you know, give them all this attention. And I think being in the wedding industry has taught me so much about hey, oh, make sure the mothers feel really important today. You know, I'm very good about who's getting the attention and making sure everyone feels really involved and calm. So that's kind of trickled into the boutique because everyone that comes in is always just like, wow, you make us feel so, you know, you feel, you make us feel so special and good. Like I'm the only person that's ever come in the store. (laughs) And so when I hear that, it just makes me feel really good because I know that's coming from my time of, you know, making the couple feel like they're the only couple on my itinerary for the whole year, you know? Definitely. Um, So those kind of things. And then I think design wise too, like that trickles towards the boutique because I can visualize things in a space also in my store. So it's kind of all of them just flow together in so many ways it's hard to know um but they all complement each other very well i feel like (laughs) definitely definitely um what is it that you do because obviously having your hands in so many different you know in different pieces how do you maintain like a high quality of product for each one of them and not allow like 
you know, your time coordinating for a couple to slack because things are busy with the stationery in the boutique and vice versa? I think that, I think, well, when it comes to coordination, it's all passion, right? So I don't know. There's just something about, it's almost like if you're asking an Olympic person, like, oh, how do you, you know, stay so, I don't know, ready for a race. It's kind of like that. As soon as I step into the wedding day, it's like, I'm in my area, I'm in my zone, like nothing could stop me. I'm just automatically like in this headspace of like, this is what I'm going to get done. Mm. Now with stationary and everything like that quality, I'm just like very, I correspond very well. I'm very good with correspondence. So I think as long as my couples feel like they're getting an email every so often, you know, within the day or two, they feel taken care of. Mm. Um, quality with that can trickle in with like my printers and whatnot. But that's the hard part is, you know, if you get something and you're like, oh, this color isn't like what I wanted it to be, you know, that's how I, it can be tricky on that end. So I usually like to get like a test print or something done before, but, um, yeah, like energy, energy wise, I feel like no one ever feels like I'm lacking, at least from my perspective. Like everyone's always like, wow, thanks for the quick email or like, wow, you like, you know, you're really taking care of us. I, you make us feel like you're, you know, I'm the only client. So that's a lot of the reviews I've been getting. And I kind of pride myself on that. Um, but I think when you love what you do, it just, it shows in all those ways. Like you can never really mm. be tired if you love like I genuinely love it all so um yes there's probably off days but I still show up you know and that's all you can do definitely so (laughs) no that's a great way of putting it like there there are no off days in this industry and it's like on the days where like I'll wake up and I'm like, man, I got to shoot a wedding today. And it's not because I'm not inspired. It's just life happens. You wake up, you're not feeling so well. For me, maybe it's like my toddler was in my bed and when she's in my bed, she loves to lounge with her head on my wife and her back, her foot in like my back and the back of my head. So like I may not have gotten like amazing sleep, but you know what? That whole drive in, I'm prepping myself that when that door opens, like I'm on, I'm, hey, how's it going? I'm the photographer. Nice to meet you, mom. Congratulations on your daughter's wedding. Greeting the bride, like super energetic and bringing that energy because you know what? And I, and I thought about this. I was running a 5K yesterday, and I ran a 5K. It's the Father's Day 5K pushing my daughters. And I'm going up this hill, and I'm like, this hill at some point is going to be done. And it's super hard right now. It's super, like, it's stressing me out. I feel like I'm going to throw up. Uh, and, I, like, I'm going to get through this because – I've gotten through other hills before I've gotten through life before so I can get through with that same mindset. I can get through this wedding day where I feel like the world's against me. My, you know, it's raining the, you know, makeup's going late. All these things are happening that are rough, but you want to know, I'm still going to have a smile on my face and I'm still going to give my client what they deserve. So I definitely agree that, like you said, it's, you just got to, even on those days that you don't want to, you just got to, turn it on so uh before we wrap up here i'd love to ask you if you have any advice for somebody who may be thinking of spreading their you know 
their wings into another aspect of the wedding industry. Like, is there any advice that you would give that person uh, as they're going on this new venture before they make that leap? Yeah, I think that, well, if I were to start all over again, um, you know, workshops, there's so many, I think nowadays there's so many things you have access to from amazing people in the industry. So just getting in touch with a workshop, whether that be like, if you want to go into photography, maybe setting up yourself with a great photographer workshop that just kind of really educates beginners and gives more of the transparency to, you know, what the business is actually going to be like. Cause I think so many people can step into the event and wedding industry and they think, wow, I'm shooting weddings. This is going to be so fun. This is going to be so easy. And while though, yes, it's so fun and it's so fun and it does fulfill you in so many ways, it's still, you know, it's still a job. It's still your mm. business. Um, so at least just getting more education on what that's going to look like, like day in, day out, or like weekly, if you do start to really pick up momentum, you know, how many assistants are you going to need? You know, what's your equipment overhead going to look like? How much are you paying monthly on all of your edits and those kind of things? Because I know if we're just talking about photography, how many hidden expenses there are in that oh, yeah. and those kind of things. And I don't think people are aware of how much overhead each, you know, business actually has. Like for me, I'm print coster, just, you know, <laughs> crazy. So those kind of things just, you know, getting involved, meeting the right people. I, I was going to say, you know, too, that vendors are so important to a wedding day. And that's something mm. that does help alleviate, I think, all of us as a team is if we know that each person is going to do their job effectively, it really makes the whole day so much better because we're not all like one person, you know, kind of not performing well can really set off the whole day. And um, so I think it's really important that people that are hoping to get in the industry are just ready to do, you know, that kind of work and just know that it, it isn't always easy. Um, nope. <laughs> it's going to take time to grow. I think that's something too. I think a lot of people are like, I'm just going to be a photographer tomorrow and I'm going to book all of these clients and I'm going to have a whole year of income and leave my other job. And, you know, it took time for me to be able to do this full time. I don't even do it full time, but I could if I wanted to. So to be in a position of, hey, like I'm going to let this business grow. I'm ready to do the work. I'm ready to, you know, maybe intern or be behind the scenes a little bit before diving all the way in, I think is always a great, great thing to do. No, definitely. It's something that you said throughout that where you say how each vendor has their own part. I think one of the, the big takeaway tips that we could give somebody who is going to go into another avenue of the wedding industry, you already understand the responsibility you have on a wedding day and know that going into this new venture, like that responsibility doubles, um, you know, and you, you said this earlier, like for a photographer getting into it, you know, the, the allure is like, Oh my gosh, like I get to go and I get to capture a wedding, but you want to make sure you understand the responsibility that's then thrust upon you to 
go and capture somebody's wedding day that, like you said, you're making all the right steps. You're having backups because if you show up and your camera's not working, like do you have another camera that's going to be able to operate and, and capture this wedding for this couple? Are you shooting to two SD cards to make sure that if one of them fails that the couple, and these are all things that, like you said, you learn from going to web, you go learn from going to workshops, you learn from taking photography courses like my pathway to full-time photography course that you could definitely DM me to find out about. <laughs> All these different things kind of tie together and allow you to get the full scope of like what it's actually going to take to be a wedding photographer. Because you might want to be a wedding photographer, but not know everything that goes along with it. You might want to be a wedding planner, but not understand like the weight that's going to be on your shoulders leading up to the wedding and on the day of. So I definitely think understanding the responsibility and then getting educated, like you said, uh, of how to fulfill that responsibility is huge to kind of add more onto your plate that you might already have responsibility with. So, yeah, agreed. It's just, it's an interesting industry, but it's so fun. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> but, I wouldn't trade it. Wouldn't yeah, trade it for neither. the world. <laughs> me neither. It's beautiful. I love it. <laughs> awesome. Um, so before we wrap up, I would love for you to kind of share where listeners could uh, find you, find all of your different endeavors, whether that be social media, websites, and, and all of that. Yeah. So you can find my stationary website at stationarydesigns.com. I'm also on Instagram and Facebook, Stationary Designs. Um, you can find my boutique at Wildflower and Co. with the K-O. Um, that's online and on Instagram as well. And then Elite Event Designs is also on Instagram as Elite Event Designs or on website Elite Event Designs Miami. So um, you can find us all there. And if you want to reach out, feel free to DM me. I'm always open to questions or anything like that. And um, just love meeting new people. So come say hi if you want to. <laughs> awesome. Well, Shana, again, in the middle of a wedding season, thank you so much for taking the time to get on and to hopefully share some insight to other wedding industry uh, you know, professionals that are looking to expand or may have expanded and they're like stressed out about the new endeavors <laughs> because, um, you know, it's definitely valuable the information that you've shared. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me. I was so excited to come on and talk to you guys. <laughs> me too, me too. So thank you so much. And to the listeners, thank you all for tuning in to another episode. I look forward to seeing you all in the next one.